1: Welcome back to another week. This is Megan. I was gone last week and this week Lulu's gone, so we're kind of taking turns. But yeah, we're excited to have another episode on our Entrepreneur Series with one of my really great friends, Nicole Jackson. She owns her own chiropractic clinic called Grounded Wellness is also where I go. And she was born and raised in Stillwater, Oklahoma and went to chiropractic school at Parker University in Dallas and now has her practice here in Frisco. And she's a holistic family chiropractor who specializes in pregnant mamas and kids. However, she loves to see and serve all members of the family. And I loved what you wrote, Nicole. You basically said, our body is meant to be self-healing and self-regulating. As a chiropractor focusing on the vitalistic side of how our body works, we aim to facilitate the restoration of normal human physiology that isn't functioning as good as it could be by assessing and correcting spinal misalignment that may interfere or cause stress in the nervous system, which was like a lot of words. I was like, yes, this is... Why I love going to you. I, I feel like a lot of people don't understand chiropractors fully, and there's some that think like, "Oh man, the cricking of the neck or yeah, it can hurt you." But I love that every time I leave there, I feel like I have like a new back. <laughs> So welcome, Nicole. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much
2: for having me.
1: Yay. Yeah. Thanks for coming.
2: Absolutely.
1: So why don't you start by telling us kind of where you came from and did you always know you wanted to be a chiropractor? or What was that journey like?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a family that we really, all of our health care was going to a medical doctor, which is great, but we didn't really do things alternatively. You know, it was kind of medicine or a doctor's visit for something that was wrong. And so my now husband, then boyfriend, we start dating in college and he's like, you have headaches all of the time. You should go see my chiropractor. And I think that is bonkers. And I'm like, I don't know what a chiropractor would do to help me with my migraines. So I kind of sloughed him off a little bit and then he kept at me for like four months. Because going to the chiropractor was something his family regularly did. So they would have a cold and they would go see their chiropractor. It wasn't just about pain, which I thought was interesting. And also, yeah. again, a little bit crazy. And so I end up going to a chiropractor. His name is Dr. Matt Allen at Sunrise Health Institute in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And basically how you think the story is going to end, it ends just like that. He shows me my x-rays and... He does an assessment and an exam and the top bone of my neck was out of alignment slightly. And he said a lot of times when that bone isn't in the perfect spot, that pressure that's put on the nerve can make some people experience migraines. So I get adjusted a couple of times and I literally stop having the migraines. So... That's kind of how my journey started. And then I ended up working there, and I wanted to go to medical school to be a pediatrician, but then I realized how much my life changed because of that. I had to do that for other people. Wow. That's
0: That's a huge story. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just feel like – so. This is Kristen, by the way. I have a real, really rare bladder condition called Fowler syndrome. And yeah. basically, the, my medical doctors have kind of done everything to try to help my symptoms. And nothing has worked. I mean, surgery, you name it, oh. we've done it. And so they're kind of like, you know, now it's time to just try anything. And so I've been wanting – I started to go to a chiropractor, but I only went twice. And then COVID happened and they shut oh, down. Yeah. And so I was just curious, like, how is is it kind of like it can cure all th- Like what all things have you been able to cure like during doing this practice? I'm just curious. Well,
2: yeah, this is the tricky thing. So hopefully any chiropractor you would ever go to see, they would never say that they're actually treating anything. So right. when your body is able to work properly, so through our there's so many different pillars of health, right? So there's Exercise and eating healthy and having a positive mindset, and all of those things. But as more of a holistic chiropractor, we believe that if there's spinal misalignment present, that can put pressure on a nerve that goes to all of our different organs, tissues, glands, muscles, just depending on what vertebral level it is and what nerve is exiting there. And so we aim to fix that misalignment to hopefully have that nerve give full power and transmission and signal to wherever it's going in the body and wherever it's going in the body, that signal goes back through the nerve up to the brain. So it just creates this really nice circle of events and allows things to work properly. So with something like you have going on, when I have people that have something like that going on in their health I don't take a different approach than I would with anybody else coming in for straight wellness care because the goal is always find what's going on in the spine that might not be the best. So if there's a misalignment present, fix that and just see what the body does. And oftentimes a lot of those symptoms go away. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes there's more to it, but that's the cool part about more holistic chiropractic care is It's not about pain is just a warning signal from the body. Symptoms are just something to tell us and wake us up to do something about it. So we find that by getting people adjusted properly, then it just allows their body to express health better. So all the good things you do help your body work better and, you know, everything kind of works together.
0: Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people just when they think, and I was one of those people, they were like, oh, chiropractors, that's just if you have like a neck pain or, you know, I think there's actually so many reasons to see a chiropractor. I just don't feel like people know that. So would you agree that like, it really doesn't matter what kind of pain, or does it have to be a pain symptom or Um, No,
2: not at all. I mean, we see people all the time that literally it's music to my ears because someone will write in the blank just for a wellness check. And I'm like, awesome. Like they have a friend that's been like, you should just go get adjusted, (laughs) which is awesome. Like a lot of times those people are the ones that end up getting adjusted a few times and they're like, wow, I didn't think anything was wrong. But then I realized like I could breathe better and this and that. So sometimes it's just insidious things that, I mean, we think we feel good until we do some good stuff for our body and we realize, wow, we could feel a lot better.
0: Yeah. So even if you're feeling perfectly healthy, it's still a good thing to go and get adjusted.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Like I'll say I originally went to Nicole after having my first baby and just feeling like my body was just in pain. Yeah. And then now in recent years, I literally just go to her – I'm not in pain. I just go to her regularly for wellness checks because I just feel better after I do it. And I wish I had gone to her before I had my first baby because one of the things that you focus on, Nicole, right, is kind of preparing women's bodies for birth. Yeah.
2: (laughs) <laughs> it's called Webster technique. So the technique is a certain technique in chiropractic. There's a lot of different techniques in chiropractic, but this one focuses truly on any weight bearing individual, but it's mostly known for the technique that specializes in pregnant women. So it can help the body not only prepare for that big event, which is labor at the end, but also help you have a better labor. So it is a specific technique that not only focuses on making sure the whole spine is in proper alignment, but it pays a particular emphasis to the pelvis and the SI joints to make sure all of that's lined up properly. If that's lined up properly and it's functioning as a unit properly, then it also allows a soft tissue structures like your round ligaments, which if you've been pregnant, most people know something about the round ligaments and do some rebalancing of those too. So all of that kind of works harmoniously together to help pregnancy go smoother and then also birth go along easier. So that relaxin hormone, the moment you conceive you start producing a hormone called relaxin and it literally just starts to relax your joints. So that way when it's go time, your sacrum moves back in a certain way that allows the baby to come out easier. And so oftentimes kind of like what you're saying, Megan, you know, maybe you were out of alignment or something during your pregnancy, who knows, but then all of a sudden you give birth and then you have all these aches and pains after. A lot of times our mamas report that like through a pregnancy getting adjusted, like maybe they didn't in their first or something and they do it in the next. They're like, wow, this made such a difference in my postpartum recovery because things weren't just as whoppy jarred, you know, you kind of kept up with your body and those changes and everything. Wow, yeah.
0: I had no idea. I haven't had kids yet, so now I'm like, well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. When well, I
2: we'll find you somebody that's Webster certified when you get pregnant. I mean, Webster not, not rest on anything.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. So Webster certified. I will definitely well, well, I'm trying you know. to convince her to move here and then she can yes. just go to you, Nicole.
2: That would <laughs> be great. I would love that. Um there's actually a really cool website that helps people find like a Webster certified or kind of more it's typically known to just find more of a family chiropractor near you, but it's ICPA for the number four kidscom You can literally just type in your zip code, and it shows you all of the chiropractors near you. Um, so that can be a good way to vet and kind of see like who specializes in that type of care.
1: Oh wow, well, that's so cool! Um, and then you also adjust the babies yes. when they're born. Too, yeah, right.
2: So much. It's the best. Best job ever.
1: (laughs) Didn't you tell me a story when you, something about your being born in a C-section kind of could have messed your neck up or something?
2: Yeah. So that's kind of part of what I learned from the chiropractor that I went to way back when is he asked me, he was like, how are you delivered? And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? He's like, (laughs) come into the world. I'm like, Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. You know, it's just when you don't know anything about chiropractic and then they're asking you something like that, it's just kind of catches you off guard. So I'm like, yeah. mom had me in an emergency C-section. She was having a lot of health issues. And he said, oftentimes like 99% of the time, that's where a baby gets its first misalignment at birth. And so a C-section, it just happens to be a little bit more traumatic than a natural natural vaginal birth, which can also be traumatic coming into the world. But, you know, a C-section is a major abdominal surgery for mom. And so, of course, a healthy mom and baby is the main goal. But You know They want to get mom sewed up as fast as possible. And so just the way the baby comes out, I mean, you could watch a YouTube video online and mostly everybody will tell you if their spouse is there, their spouse will be like, yeah, that's exactly how it happened. But just a little bit of pressure is placed on their head to be able to bring baby out. So sometimes that can shift things around. So getting them checked after birth can be a really good thing to do to just make sure that they don't have any misalignment that could possibly kind of inhibit their proper development and growth and everything like that. Yeah.
1: Wow. I took, I feel like some people are kind of afraid to take their kids or babies to a chiropractor. I don't know, but when you've adjusted my kids, it's just been, well, Joe's getting to the age where it's like more of a real adjustment, but when they're babies, it's literally like you're pushing your
2: fingers on them. Like
1: it doesn't even look like you're doing anything, but then, you know, you can tell that you are, it's just very subtle.
2: Yeah, it's really anticlimactic because I think even people that have gone to chiropractors before, they get a little bit nervous sometimes to bring their kid. But then once we explain, you know, an infant adjustment is completely different than ours. So where sometimes you might hear that popping noise in an adult skeleton, sorry, you will never hear that on a baby. So um, and speaking of that, the noise you hear during an adjustment like with an adult, that's just gas being trapped in the joint space leaving. So you don't apply that kind of thrust or pressure to a baby. It's literally just like checking the ripeness of a tomato or an avocado. That's the amount of pressure you need to use to get the job done. And it's usually quick and easy. And if they're newborns, they usually just sleep right through it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
2: that's
0: so cool. Yeah. I didn't uh, even know you could get kids adjusted until you told me Megan. And I think, I honestly think that the adults even have fear of going to chiropractors. I actually was one of those people yeah. before I just didn't know anything. And I, you know, there's a couple horror stories I heard. And so I was like, ah, you know, like, so I was just curious, like, what would you say to someone who is be like afraid to come to a chiropractor for whatever reason?
2: You know, I, so I actually see a lot of people that are afraid and I get really excited because I'm like, I just want them to leave and be like, have this experience totally rewritten in their mind and have like a positive connotation about it now. But I would say one word of mouth and referral. If you find a chiropractor via word of mouth of someone you trust, you're already, you know, that's already step one. It's just like going to, finding anything, a good dentist, a good dermatologist, whatever, whatever. So word of mouth. And then you always want to see a chiropractor that puts the nervous system first, that puts an emphasis that, Hey, if you have misalignment in the spine, not only can that cause like your discs or joints issues, but it also interferes with the way your nervous system, you know, the the transmission. So, you know, I would say, Word of mouth, nervous system-based chiropractor, and a lot of times that ICPA for kids, that's a really good website, but really it's just meeting someone where they are, talking through that, an open line of communication and transparency, and then always explaining what you do. Don't do anything to anybody without first letting them know exactly how it's going to happen. And that right there, a lot of times calms the fear.
1: Yeah, love that. And kind of to take it back a little bit, once you graduated Parker University, I kind of want to hear about your business and how you kind of went out on your own with your practice and what that journey was like.
2: Yeah. So when I graduated chiropractic school, I started at a practice in Frisco and I was there for about three and a half years and I loved it. I was an independent contractor. I kind of knew from the beginning that I didn't really want to be an associate somewhere. I wanted a little bit more flexibility, but you know, that also comes with risk because you're kind of building yourself. And if you know, You don't make money until you have patients and you're starting at ground zero. And as an independent contractor, especially starting out with, you know, fresh from school, nobody knows you. So it really takes some time to ramp up. But I was there for a few years and I loved it. I loved the doctor, I was in his office and the experience. But once I got pregnant with my son, it's like my whole mind shifted. I thought I was going to be there for years and years. And then I had this burning desire that I needed to do something on my own and I just had to follow that. So I kind of blame Otto. (laughs) (laughs) He made me have bigger dreams. And then now it's kind of like the sky's the limit. Now uh, I've been here for almost two years at my practice now. And it's one of those things where you start to think like, what else could I do to make a bigger impact?
0: So cool. Do you work with Mm -hmm. other doctors in your practice or is it just
2: you? Yeah. So within the year of me opening, I also had it on my heart to start searching for another chiropractor, which I thought was going to take a really long time. But after a few months, Dr. Margie, who is with me now, popped into my life and she's been absolutely amazing. So that was the one thing I kind of missed at the practice I was at. You know, we had camaraderie between us and we could, you know, talk about things and you know, get each other's perspective. So I miss that team atmosphere. So whenever I got into practice and it was just little old me, I loved the time with my patients, but I also missed, you know, having that, you know, other teammate in the office. So Dr. Margie has been the biggest blessing. And, uh, so she's been here, she's been with me for almost a year now.
0: Wow. Wow. That's so cool. Also, I was just coming from a real estate, I work in real estate. So I was just curious, do you, I'm sure you have a building. Do, do you rent it or do you own it? And if so, which one? Why did you choose that
2: so route? So I rent and the landlord's awesome. I actually, while I was pregnant, I was going to, so I had a birth center birth or actually a home birth, but my midwife had me get an ultrasound and the doctor was actually in the building that I'm in. And I'm sitting there, you know, we're doing our thing. My husband and I, she's doing her thing. And then I start asking her questions about our office. And she says, my landlord's awesome. It's been the best experience. I was in a hospital for 20 years, and this has been the greatest thing being here. So I called him up and we started talking and um, it was a good fit. So I signed a lease at like 39 weeks pregnant. Oh, wow. (laughs) I know. I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm scared I'm going to back out because I know this is going to be an undertaking. But yeah, right now I'm leasing. But in the future, it would be a really big blessing to be able to buy a small building or something to create more of a wellness center. But right now, everything has been great just renting. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's like step by step and you've built a really like homey office too. Like I love coming there.
2: Oh, I'm glad. Um,
1: yeah. And I love that you have like a team now. And you added um like skincare too, right? To yeah. the, uh, current office.
2: Yeah. Her name's Christina and she has Pure Beauty skincare. And so kind of in some off times we're not there. She's there and you can book organic facials and she uses products that are all non toxic. So it's pretty special to have that to offer patients to, and they've been loving it so far. So that's been really great.
0: That's awesome. I loved having a one-stop shop.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the goal. Eventually it would be fun to like make it not even just about the body. It'd be fun to have someone that really, you know, like a counselor or, you know, mm-hmm things that don't just have to do with the body, but also the mind. So like you said, one-stop shop is definitely my goal. I think that would be really neat. What
0: about, I've always heard, or I don't know if this is right or not, but, oh my gosh, I just blanked on what it it's called. Where there the little needles <laughs> yeah. in you? Oh,
2: acupuncture. Uh, Dr. Margie does acupuncture and she's amazing. Okay. Yeah. I was going
0: to say, I feel like kind of chiropractic, that go, they go hand in hand. I don't know, but Right. No, they
2: definitely do. Actually, I became a believer during these COVID times. It was like uh, June, and I totally sprained my wrist. I don't know how. It was probably one of those things, like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like all of a sudden, my wrist hurt so bad, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like this is like a sprained wrist. And so, you know, I have a full day of patience the next day, and I didn't know how it was going to go. And so, I was having trouble the next day. It still hurt just as bad. And Dr. Margie did acupuncture on it. And I was like, wow, I mean, it's definitely not, you know, fixed, but it feels a lot better. And so she did three more sessions and completely healed it. Like it was nuts. And so I was, I went from being scared that I was going to have to tell all my patients Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm going to be out for a couple of weeks, but of course, Doctor Margie's here for you. But I didn't have to do any of that because of acupuncture. So, I became a real believer because the only thing I had really had it for was a couple friends in chiropractic school did it, and so I would only had it done for more like stress or anxiety or something like that before a test. So I never had it for something that was actually like a problem. Right, or, wow. you know, or something like physically that would enable me from doing my job. So it was really cool.
1: That's really cool. I feel like I wonder if with Bobby breaking his wrist, I, he had like major surgery with a plate put in. But I wonder if acupuncture could kind of help. I don't know. Oh, he has like pain definitely. every day with it.
2: I know. Yeah, I would say definitely. That's a okay. thing, is like more holistic care for various different things. You can't hurt, you know? So
0: true. It can only
2: help it. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: I feel like our country is definitely moving more towards like the holistic, you know, especially in my experience with all the medical issues I've been having in the last six years. Like, I've just noticed, and no, if like nothing down on my medical doctors, but I've totally, just noticed yeah. that they, are always treating my symptoms rather than, you know, what's actually going on in my body. And I've noticed kind of going more towards the holistic route that I'm just starting to do, it's all about treating, you know, not the symptoms, but what's actually, what what is causing those symptoms. So... I think that's what's really cool about the holistic route. I think the hardest thing, you know, and I hate to say it, but is insurance.
2: <laughs> I know. It's so true. It's really, really true. I mean, it governs so many things. And especially for your issues, Kristen, that you've gone through is it's not cheap. Like if you were to do everything you've been doing, cash out of pocket, like it would probably be not affordable. And so right. it kind of traps you into a the insurance thing. But I do, I love what you said. It, you know, I tell patients all the time, symptoms are symptoms from an issue. So we really work at our office to rip the bandaid off and figure out well, where are these things coming from? Like what is causing the symptom? And it's just a totally different framework. But I think of thinking like in the United States, not that people don't think like that. I just think it's been some time that we, our society has treated healthcare differently, but now it's really starting to make a comeback because it, you know, there's just a lot of holistic people out there that are living a certain type of life and having all these good experiences. So I think it's, you know, opening people's eyes, which is great.
0: Right. I wonder if, um, do you think eventually insurance will kind of catch up to? The new this new way of treating patients, or do you think it's always kind of going to be like where they're you know,
2: just going? <laughs> I truly don't know, which is why I made the decision um, at my old practice that I was at. We took insurance and cash, but when I decided to move out on my own, I knew that it had to be just a straight cash practice. And people can still use their like HSA and FSA cards and everything like that, but it just allows us to care for our patients in the way that works best for both parties and not be governed by, oh, you have to come in this many times a week and for this many, you know, months, whatever, whatever. It's just not the best treatment plan, especially as more of a wellness practice, because, you know, a lot of times insurance doesn't cover wellness-based care. So being more in this realm of, chiropractic and whatever, you know, healthcare it might be, that's focused on wellness. It makes it really hard to accept insurance.
1: Yeah. And your plans, I remember when you moved over, cause I went to your old office and then I also go to your new office and your wellness plans. And I don't know if other chiropractors set it up like this, but it's pretty much the same cost as when I was using my insurance. I'm just paying you direct. We're not going totally. to insurance.
2: Yeah, we try to do the plans and a lot of my colleagues do the same thing. So most of my colleagues that I'm close with that were very like-minded in how we practice, like everybody usually always has a plan like that, like you said, to just make it sort of equivalent to a copay. And something that was really important to me was – I wanted to make my wellness plans discounted enough to where someone could make chiropractic care as part of their healthy living routine so that when we talk about needing to see you more frequently, if that's something you need at the beginning during kind of more of the fixing phase, that it's it's something affordable. It's not going to break the bank and make your life really stressful. So that was also really important too. Right.
1: Awesome. I was going to ask, like, as far as the business goes, because I think sometimes people would look at a chiropractor and not think of you as an entrepreneur, but I see you as such an entrepreneur with starting your own practice. And really now you have two people that you've kind of brought on and kind of managing all of that. Do you have any help kind of managing the business side of it?
2: <laughs> My husband. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, He he's really um, business savvy. And so honestly, I probably would have never opened if it wasn't for him cheering me on and kind of making it not as big of a deal as it was in my head. Because I had always kind of, I didn't think of myself as an entrepreneur. I didn't think of myself as autonomous. But what I've learned through this and by his help is you can do anything you want to do. So it's negative self-talk to be like, oh, I'm not autonomous. I can't do that. If you have a dream, you can do it. It's surrounding yourself with people that lift you up, support you, and love you. And next thing you know, you're doing it. And, you know, for me, I love to journal. And so the other day I was flipping back kind of when I was pregnant and, like, right when I had my son before I started the practice. And it's just funny to read your own words and how far you came to, yeah. It's it's really cool. But yeah, it's usually just him and some other like loved ones or close friends that are really good at business that, you know, will give me good ideas, but it's typically him, <laughs> him helping with everything.
1: Oh, that's good. You have him.
2: Yes. Awesome. Uh, very so good. So
0: do you rely mostly just on word of mouth or do you do like any kind of advertising or anything like that?
2: So yes, I don't do any marketing like a, you know, paid marketing. It's really just been blessings of people spreading the word through word of mouth and everything like that. When I got into practice for the first three years, I did marketing all wrong. I did it the hard way. I did things that weren't my in my wheelhouse. For instance, in chiropractic school, they always, you know, tote screenings, like go do screenings at a gym or screenings at a health market. So I would do all of that and literally hated it because it's not organic. And who wants to, like, you're just trying to run in and get a supplement. Like you're not trying to talk to somebody, but sometimes I'd have really sweet people that would stop and talk to me and they're still patients, you know, so it's really cool. I'm glad I did it because of the people that I did meet. But what I realized through it is, you know, sometimes it's about doing those things to realize, okay, I don't love doing this. Like the marketing you do, you should love. So I also did other things like the Chamber of Commerce and that was pretty good for a bit or like little B&I type groups. So things that do make an impact, like it helps you meet people, but it's not your passion. It's hard to look forward to going to do that. So I would rather now, you know, have mom meetup groups and do things that, you know, spread the word in that way versus, you know, marketing in a way that you don't look forward to. So I always try to kind of mentor Dr. Margie in that way of like, well, what, you know, she loves CrossFit. So I'm like, you need to go to different CrossFit gyms and meet people. And, you know, once you're there for a while, they're probably going to ask you questions on how chiropractic care might be able to help them.
1: Right, oh my gosh, Bobby's best friend owns a
2: CrossFit gym, so Ooh, I need a perfect job. <laughs> I'll get <you> on it,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It. I mean, I I think bottom line, it comes down to, you know, it's all about relationships and it's the same in my industry, which is a completely different industry, you know? So, and two, what I love about that is you end up attracting, you know, compatible people in my opinion. So it's like, then I end up working with people that I really enjoy working with because they're compatible with me and I met them because they know me through somebody else that I'm compatible with, if that makes
2: sense. So No, I'm like raising the roof on what you said with my hands (laughs) because (laughs) totally. agree. Like I love creating a business plan, like you're saying, because then every single person you see, you look forward to seeing them. It's not like you were working on a certain, well, working with or on for me, but with a genre of people that like maybe isn't the best, but it's, you know, one person that you were like-minded with referred another person. So you're naturally probably going to be more like-minded with them. So it does create a really fun energy.
0: Yeah, it does. You know, Lululemon was the smartest business. They literally, the way they did any marketing was they sent all their employees in those cute little pants into Uh, all the gyms around the every, you know, every gym in the area that they worked in. I'm like, seriously, they get the award for like smartest marketing plan.
2: (laughs) Yes. Oh, and my husband always told me, like, I remember vividly I had just started practice and it takes a while to grow. And you're looking at your schedule and you're like, oh my gosh, you know? And I just remember him saying, you have to plant seeds constantly and every seed grows differently. So you might plant a seed and meet someone and think they're going to come in and they don't ever come in, or maybe they come in in eight months. But the more you constantly do that, the more it'll all come to fruition. And before you know it, you know, you're going to see the growth, but you can't ever stop planting seeds. So that's always really stuck with me because it's very true. Yeah, <laughs> very, very true.
1: That's so true. Is there any that you kind of already said, but is that one of the biggest lessons you've learned in the past? You know, couple years growing your own business, or do you have some big lessons we'd love to hear?
2: Yeah, I don't really have. You know, I'm still figuring things out, and you just kind of get better at it, right? So, yeah, I would say when things start going better that doesn't ever mean you like take a backseat cuz you know i i'll say that probably once things started getting busier for me sometimes i would stop doing all the little things that i would do that would always really help me and then you would see like maybe a dip and be like what am i not doing and so yeah. you start doing those things again and if you pour in you know through prayer and kind of speaking it into the universe like it gives it right back to you but if you're not pouring out that energy it's not creating and attracting all of those vibes so you kind of have to just always be pouring out your heart and whatever you believe in and your passion to make things keep growing that's good yeah. yeah i like that
1: and speaking of that, how do you balance the, now that you are a mom, like finding that work-life balance, I know it's really hard to really find, but what do you do to kind of take care of yourself being, I know you have lots of help, but one woman show really.
2: <laughs> running right, this. Right. I think the biggest thing to me was, okay, I created this practice. So I know that, you know, that's really important to make that work. And then also being able to be the mom I want to be and stay at home with my son sometimes too. So I think it was creating hours that work for me and that I truly look forward to being at, but also being able to be at home with my son. So I think that balance, it doesn't have to be a Monday through Friday, nine to five. And that was a big aha to me. Not that I was totally doing that to begin with, but I got into this mama group when I was pregnant. Uh-huh. There's moms on there, that it's basically just mamas in chiropractic type of deal. And oh, so they share the like their schedules and how they make it work. And I was like, gosh, there's like a lot of women out there doing that. And so it kind of was a huge aha moment to me. Like, you can have both. Like, you can do really well in your career and also not be working yourself to death and still be there for your family and everything like that. So I think, again, it goes into support and finding a community that you can kind of figure out, okay, well, they're doing it like this, but how can I make that work for me? You know?
1: Yeah. I love that. That's so great. I love Uh, that you have that group too, that supports you that I was going to ask that earlier and I forgot to like, do you have a group of chiropractors that y'all lean on each other?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's fun kind of getting in those groups and meeting people and, you know, being able to read other people's stories. So like, that, yeah, that's definitely helpful.
0: Yeah. It's, communities it. and support are so important.
2: Yeah, <laughs> agree. Uh,
0: this is so great. I'm actually, you know, I'm going to be in Dallas for Christmas starting next week. So I might have to, you know, get in an appointment while I'm there. Absolutely. Megan, you got to bring her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll make an appointment and then I'll just bring you along. will bring my <laughs>
0: husband. We'll make it a whole family affair. No,
2: that would be so much fun. And then we'll – I know you said you have somebody, but if you ever need help, I, I always love helping people find someone that's a good fit for them too.
0: Yeah, but no, I love that.
2: Moving here like Megan said, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well- Oh my gosh, this has been so great. And seriously, I can't wait to come meet you and I can't wait for our listeners to learn more about all of this. So I did Mm want to ask like, where could in the Dallas, you know, DFW area, where should people come to find you?
2: Absolutely. So groundedwellness.co.co is our website and we do online scheduling and all of our information's there. So if you want to call us, we're also on Instagram grounded underscore in underscore wellness. So, um, we try to do a lot of like our day-to-day stuff and share on Instagram. Anything you need to find us is on our website, groundedwellness.co.
0: Perfect. And we actually love to finish every episode with a challenge for us and our listeners too if they want to follow along. So I wanted to see if you maybe had a challenge for us for this week.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that every single morning, start your day off with three big, deep, like diaphragmatic belly breaths. So studies have shown it actually literally like turns on your nervous system and helps the... The nervous system work properly so it kind of sets the stage like before I get out of bed I'm going to take those three big deep cleansing breaths have a nice big cup of water and it just helps you start your day off a little bit more calm
1: I love that both me and Kristen we were on mute we took like big breaths when you said that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm going do yeah, we go through our day
2: And we're just like shallow breathing. So if you really think yeah. about it, like when was the last time I took a big deep breath in? So if you do it first thing in the morning, it's more likely to make you continue that habit throughout your day.
1: Love so it. So good. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. That's an awesome challenge that everybody can do. No excuses. We no. all breathe anyway. So <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and in- I loved learning more about you and the chiropractic, you know, care in general. So we really
2: appreciate you doing this with us. Yes. Thank you, Megan and Kristen, for having me. I really enjoyed getting to chat with you guys.
0: Yes. And happy holidays, everybody.
2: Yes. Happy holidays.
1: Exactly. Merry Christmas.